What's up, everybody? We got an exciting show. We're talking Nick Cannon's departure from America's Got Talent and ABC's casting his first Bachelorette. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Driving a car. Man, y'all would have been in an accident. Right, exactly. We would have been straight in an accident. We were driving. What up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I am your host, Daryl Christian. Joining me today is Courtney Stewart. What's up, y'all? DJ Jesse J. What's up? And walk me back. Somebody I haven't seen in like a month, I feel like. It's It's true. Rachel True is in the house. Thank you. The Rhythmless Nation is here. The Rhythmless Nation is back up in the studio. Thank you for letting me come back. The Rhythmless Nation. We love you. We're glad you're back. And it's hot as hell in our studio, so if you see a little shot on the forehead, that's why, y'all. It's it's not just me. It's It's not just her today. It's all of us. And I'm never hot, so it's legit hot. It's hot. It's like a good 90 up in here. It's pretty toasty. It's toasty. So if I turn red in the middle of this show, just know. That's right. It's my pigment. Fall out. It's because it's hot. That's right. We got hot topics today, so they go along with the sizzling heat up in the studio. Hot topics. Hot topics. That's right. Well, the hottest topic of the week is the Grammys. That's right. Um, I mean, the biggest conversation from it. Before we get into that, actually, I mean, the performance was really dope, I thought. Everybody kind of had a little production value to yeah, it. Yeah, uh, Felt a little MTV award-ish at times for me, but mm. I was here for it. Um, then it gave a me a little Oscar. It was really It was long. long as hell. How did you guys like James Gordon? I thought he was hilarious. When he first came out and then he was doing the thing with the steps and he kept falling and then he would like climb over the steps and then, and when he fell over and the shoe popped off, I was all about it. You were about it? I, thought I, I see the Oscars for him. In you, you're a physical him. comedy man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, I could see him for the Oscars. I could see how that happened. But I, you know what it is? I think the Grammys needed a shake up. So yeah. it was a nice different kind of person who was, you know, doing I like the that he's, hosting. like, super excited about everything. And yeah. granted, I was not paying that much attention when he was there. I was literally, I like, because I was eating the at the same time and watching. I was at my 14-course dinner that night. So we were, like, watching the performances, but then we were eating, so we weren't really paying that much attention to him. But he did seem very chipper and excited every time he was on camera. So I appreciate that. Really, the thing I got from it was the car- uh, carpool karaoke thing, yeah. Yeah, which was, was a bomb because yeah. it was, like, no one knew. Wrong song to have picked. Uh, uh, yeah, when Maybe we should have went with Rihanna work. By the way, I know it was Neil Diamond. Diamond. I actually love. I have a special place in my heart for Neil Diamond. But I think they should have got to the chorus quicker because nobody knew the beginning lyrics. I mean, J-Lo was struggling with it. No, I love Neil Diamond. J-Lo didn't even try. She's like. I don't know that song. I know the chorus. Sweet Caroline. That's it. That's it. I would know no other lyrics. Unless you're from Boston. Or a grandma. You don't know Neil Diamond. But let me tell you something. As far as the performances... I, I've been playing this song all week, and I'm not a country, really a country I person. I knew it was going to be that. Mary Morris with yeah, Alicia I knew Keys. it was going to be that. Money. I, I mean, I, I was like, for oh, real, they killed it. Like when If you if did. you really watch and yes. listen to it, the middle layer when they did the, the harmony together, yeah. and then Alicia threw in that extra layer of her little just sauce on it, I was like, yo, for real, Alicia could get it right now in that hot... Just <laughs> how did we get here? How did we jump Sorry, from? We start, oh, that's an amazing song. We start, we a start, no, I'm just saying, we started. No, no, no. I mean, off, girl. that was, that song, that, don't, both of them can sing. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I got respect for that. That's why the other Mary. button on button right That's now. That's right. He's about to go. Listen, it'll go down in the morning. You can take it, girl. You what you need? No, for real. That duet was unbelievable. They did a beautiful job. It made me like country music. Her jumpsuit was unbelievable. Yeah, sparkle girl, sparkle. And what's her name again? Mary. Marin Morris. Her outfits. They were like her outfit was great. She's like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Stevie mm. Nicks ish kind of no boo no yeah with the little no, uh, boo, okay no. maybe not <laughs> um, but I did love that performance so what did you think of the Prince tribute because you're such a huge okay person. here's the thing time can do no wrong they never can um, I gotta give Bruno Mars props once again he yes. he he makes me realize how much of a fan I am really of him and yeah. the fact that he played the guitar I think they should have given him way more songs than just one song Yeah. Um, but I also felt like that was weird on all the tributes because even the yeah, uh, even George, George Michael, Michael one yeah. I was like okay Adele who's next who gonna come yeah, exactly. like the Bee Gees tribute I thought was that's how you do a tribute exactly I mean especially last year after you had Lady Gaga who did like seven songs of David Bowie how yeah you but that wasn't have... great so maybe yeah. that's why they were like let me pull it back <laughs> yeah but you know I still feel like there's so many and people maybe, that could be but maybe the artists the themselves tribute. like maybe Bruno was like I'm not trying to like do all the most. like a most with Prince song because Prince is not yeah. easy to perform he did his thing though he so did his thing so the idea maybe he wanted to focus on one good song and one good performance it's so weird to walk yeah. into stores now and hear Prince's music mm. you know what I mean yeah. because he's gone but also because isn't isn't his music now in CVS because it's on Spotify and dot 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 like I don't yeah. ever remember being in a CVS and hearing yeah. a Prince definitely, song you definitely hear it a lot more yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so and I, the, the song that I love that the performance is a little anti- like mm, it was uh, the weekend. You know I love weekend, but the, yeah, the, yeah. I expected more with them being Didn't with that funk. It, it wasn't. I was just like, nope. what was, I just remember him. Can I get a little bit more? But I don't yeah. remember. Um, well, the most memorable moment of the night was at the end, um, obviously, when Adele won album of the year and gave broke it her. Uh, Grammy in half and gave a speech to honor Beyonce's Lemonade. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, she went to the back um, press, room. press room and she went to carry on and say how much Beyonce meant to her um, and what the F does she have to do to win a Grammy. So, the uh, within all of this, different people have come out to like, you know, it was like almost like the Taylor Swift situation. Like, everyone went to Adele's defense and uh, Carlos Santana was one of them and he made a comment and said uh, well the thing is Adele is a singer singer and Beyonce is a lingerie singer and (laughs) that's why she won because Adele can just stand there and that's really ignorant because one you just two and then he retracted a statement of the bullshit PR statement girl by you just old and don't know what the beehive can do and when you saw that you were like oh shit (laughs) Uh, but the reality is, is Beyonce can stand there with just a mic and sing with Adele and equally and it would be beautiful so I don't understand that comment. But the biggest comment came from the Grammys, who said... Equal. I'm not going to go with equal. Adele is not... Don't get me wrong. Beyonce can't below. She is an epic singer. Yeah. Vocally, Adele... Trump's Beyonce. I'm going to go with you I'm with that go with one that too. too. I didn't want to say but it, but you said don't it. Don't get me wrong, Beyonce. Don't amazing. get me wrong. I listen to Beyonce way more than I listen to Adele, but yeah. I love all of Adele's music. But I think vocally, speak in terms of performance, obviously Beyonce wins. Obviously, yeah. 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 But vocally, pro- vocal prowess, Adele has. I'm gonna Beyonce. But be- Beyonce could easily hang with Adele, and if they were to do hang a live, yes, stage But if you're just talking about notes and sight reading and singing. And you just hand somebody some music and be like, "Sang girls, without, I read this I mean, music. Right. without any process, yeah. without, without any anything, nothing else yeah. around it." But, however, beyond all that, that's not going to 
take away from Beyonce's lemonade and the vocals that were on the album. It's not just about vocals. Like, it's about an artist's, like, that's a whole artistic situation. I love that Adele said she voted for Beyonce. Because she should have. Because at the end of the day, most of the people that voted for Adele probably couldn't name three songs off that album, but you could name four off Beyonce's. Well, see, I think you're wrong. I think they can name three songs off Beyonce's. But they can't name three songs off of Lemonade because they just didn't put them they didn't receive it the way that they needed to I want to know what you guys think about the backlash Adele got for first of all she's British not American so she did in her speech say the joy you gave me from from when yeah. I was a teenager to now and how important this particular lemonade album was to her and the joy that it brought her black friends and that exact phrase right there is what got her Stupid. in a boatload of trouble and I personally think that's fucking ridiculous. Let's stop projecting our stuff onto other people. She was simply saying, I'm a singer, I'm an artist, I work with lots of different kinds of people, and I've seen how important it's meant for me as, yeah. a, as a white lady, but also to the black singers. And that's a lovely sentiment. A, it's it's, not, okay. it's yeah. not saying I have black friends, y'all, which is right. how yeah. a lot of people took it. Which is stupid. And I'm glad you really think that. Listen to what she said. Stupid. If anything, Why we should me? be... Why are you glad she likes it and you know Because like <laughs> nobody cares what you think, Terry. Because <laughs> <laughs> you went directly to Courtney. Hello. Go back to your dream. <laughs> no, but seriously, like that was literally, I think personally, it was showing respect for what the note that Lemonade was. And not to say that Lemonade isn't for everybody, but Lemonade spoke very directly to women of color. Beyonce being one of them. So I think on by Adele saying that, she recognized that it wasn't just about, ooh, this was great music. Right. It was a cultural message. And a political statement in yes. the video and how important that yes. was. So I thought it was lovely and I just think, why do we always find something to always. tear someone down? She could not have been more gracious about the stupid. whole thing, the way she handled it. She basically said, this woman should have won. What the fuck does she have to do to win? Yeah. She couldn't be more on your side, is kind of what I'm saying and here. And I love that, like, because like the last one that won was what, Lauren Hill for Miseducation yeah. mm-hmm. 99 and Lemonade was literally that for 2016 that's like, a good point and it's mm, just crazy a- that that parallel didn't get received I mean well, that's a good, good point because yeah. actually in our reality um Miseducation Lauren Hill even though it wasn't a movie video but every video that pertained to that album had a message and and yep. you remember those videos from that album that's a and good it's point both, yeah I'll give you that well the Grammys are saying look hey you guys are the ones that vote. We don't. So, well, you know, you guys 14, all the they're saying 14,000 people. Men. They're saying 14, but I mean, <laughs> that are members here's the of other the thing, academy, though. Yeah. Or the recording That's academy. It's true. But also, I think now that we are aware of this, I think it's up to artists to use the power that they do have and instead of continuously going to the same producers because you know oh it's gonna make you know because you're afraid of your next album flopping or you're afraid of your next album not doing something but if you're a real artist go out there search for these young producers and, and, and bring them into it so that way they can get the chance to be able to be accepted into the academy because it's just at the same time it's like here in Hollywood you see these clicks and it's the same people getting the same thing it's why the music always sounds the same. Well, and I thought uh, most of pop songs, are, aren't there these two 
guys from Switzerland or Sweden or something like that, and whose names I'm forgetting, but they literally write the majority of the pop songs. I know what you're talking so you know about. What, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, I'm sorry yeah, I'm not as yeah, informed as I should be, I, but it's basically like just, these two guys, these two white guys who write all the Rihanna songs and the so-and-so songs. I think songs, they're from and the Katie Sweden. Perry. Like Max Martin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of why everything sounds alike, too. Yeah, but I mean, that's because they continuously go to the same people because someone like a Rihanna is going to say, well, hey, I need my next album to do this. Right. So they'll go and Max Martin will have all, like eight songs and then two of the songs will be maybe from, you know, a Somebody new producer. Album, and then it's producer, like, yeah. well, we're not going to use that one because we may, or maybe that'll be the third single and then it never ends up becoming a single. Right. So then because that, that person isn't allowed into the Academy because they don't have enough credits. Yeah, lots of ghostwriters. Um. Boom. But all I know is Mira Morris. I would like to talk about the glory that is Beyonce and her performance, though, because I love how she was like, "You bitches aren't going to talk shit about me not carrying my own goddamn babies." <laughs> She's like, oh, "That's right it. Now. I will show you." I, I liked it, but I was a little um, hologrammed I, no, out. No, no. After what? a while, I was a little hologrammed how out. Be hologrammed out. How beautiful! It was beautiful. Yeah, that's, all that like yeah. multiplying of women. It was, but and I, after a while, I felt like I was going to get a seizure. <laughs> like, it, like it was a hologram now. Like it, I, there was, it was, a, it was very busy. But it made me excited <laughs> for what Coachella is going to be because I it's think be it's holograms. a part of a bigger show that she's right. already no, put agree. together. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's going to be like, I don't even know. And but she's going to pop I out saw, the baby's next week. No, that's exactly how exactly you're fast for a moment. Exactly. I was like, that's what's going to happen. I swear. I've been saying that from the beginning. She's more pregnant she's than her. Yes. I said that. Baby. I said that. Yeah. Yeah. She's way so more too. pregnant. And, and we are all going to gag at Coachella when this Because she's just going to walk out like... Bam. Yeah, it's true. Might even be naked. Just walking through some water. When we met. <laughs> we know. We know, Jerry. We know. <laughs> All right. Well, so anyways. <laughs> on another note. <laughs> on another note. We, wait, we have to talk about something else. Let's just, <laughs> yes. let's just talk about There's more. All right. Well, let me, throw, let me throw a cold blanket, a wet blanket over at you. Nick Cannon uh, is in the news <laughs> because he is apparently leaving America's Got Talent. He did a special. Are you uh, looking for a response to that? Because huh? like I feel like I have none. Like no, go ahead. She's on her phone. <laughs> I mean, but it's kind of interesting as to how it happened because he did, had a, a comedy special, totally separate from the show that he does, and on it he uh, basically said NBC stands for blank. Better come on, N word. Better come on, and um, NBC didn't like it. <laughs> Um, so they basically said to him, you know, we just think that you don't understand what we yeah. here as a company are trying to represent. So, we, you know, we're going to basically ask you to leave, um, but you can leave on your own if yeah. you want. So he did that and he's upset because he feels that, you know, he wasn't able to voice himself at NBC and that he was just kind of this tool that NBC used. You mean like an employee? Mm-hmm. Of like not to be harsh about it, but I feel like he could have um, probably apologized, and and you know if he'd apologized to them, he probably would still have his job. I mean, it's when you see. I, at first, I thought it was kind of like crazy, but then when I saw the joke, it's like, well, you, I wouldn't like go somewhere and do a whole joke and be joke like, about Black Hollywood Live. Let me tell you about them. Like, right, right, right. And, and then walk into Black Hollywood Live, like, hey guys, right. It's right. your employer, and that's the end for you. Can say all that in your living room to your friends. But you probably shouldn't say that out loud, at, you know, where it's recorded. Here, so we I have a solution kind of for him. this. Divide his old check four ways. We got it. We will <laughs> be right on we'll America's Got Talent. I'll be right Y'all on that. Need to sing, dance. We can do this week live at America's Got Talent and talk all kind of trash, but we will not talk about NBC. Let me sure tell you that. Won't. My, that's not, my favorite company. I'm not anti-Nick Cannon at all, um, but I will say I'm not going to miss, like, seeing him in a turban weekly. Like, it's fine. Oh, I don't need that image. Wow. 
<laughs> well, he got picked up by CAA, so, so he'll be great. Yeah, he's I mean, he'll be fine. Him. I feel like this is all a part of a ploy. And it's a probably. I think it's funny you say that because I feel like it was sort of a ploy because he was probably like tired of wanting being to get out of his the, contract, maybe the jolly like comedian yeah. guy, and like wanted to really because he did the Spike Lee movie, and like now, like maybe he wants to okay. sort of move in yeah. a slightly different direction because he actually does have some. Strong, you know, political stances and opinions, he and he obviously can't be that while he's being the like happy Sandman on happy freaking America's Got yeah. Talent. But so. he said that he made a quote too, where it was like he was like, uh, "When I signed up for America's Got Talent, that's when I lost my end card." And I'm kind of like, mm, "People mm, been clowning you since." Yeah. <laughs> Love don't cost a thing. Yeah, Before I'm, that, like, yeah. I mean, you really was have always kind of been like the clowned upon guy. Yeah, yeah. which that's not an, anything Listen, against. Hey, but it's hey one you got to check for being that clowned yeah, upon guy. It's so also being the clowned upon, upon guy when you're 20 versus being 35 True. and right. like still being the clowned upon guy when some serious shit is happening in the country and in the world. So right. maybe right. now it's just like a time that he needs to. I want to actually speak my mind, so I need to go. And it'll be interesting to see how he does on his own. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. You know, because and now he doesn't have to compete with Mariah money because he's not married to her, so he's good. <laughs> I would say the only drag for performers, unless like if you're Nick Cannon and you're in a specific position, but otherwise, if you're a normal Negro, <laughs> you could um, take a job like that, use the notoriety you have, and then off camera speak about plenty of it gives you a platform. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't like sneeze, sneeze or turn my nose up at things like that because it's an opportunity. That's what kind of put him back. Yeah. Because I love Spike Lee and I would love to work with you, Spike. But that movie was great, but didn't really help. Nick per se people didn't go see that on mass so right. his visibility really comes from the TV, TV show, show to be honest yeah. so biting the hand that features <laughs> just a little dangerous people but maybe, maybe we could have reworded it maybe it is time though yeah. too yeah. Maybe, maybe it's time because he's been yeah. on there for a minute and he still yeah. has what Walden uh, Wild out or whatever oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah they just got I just saw a new commercial for it yeah that's like that's 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 out. happening okay well praise the lord for Walden out Nick you know, do your thing, bro. Hallelujah. Wishing you the best of luck. Praise we can't wait to find Lord. out where the next check's coming from. And that's all I got. So what else is going on? What else is going on? Um, apparently, you can get a box from your homegirls. Did you know that? Do y'all have any homegirls? No, you don't. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So anyway, so we have a really great new product. So uh, you guys know all these like subscription boxes where you can like get all kinds of treats every month or whatever it is. There's a new subscription box called the Homegirl Box, and it was um, developed by these Brooklynites and social activists, best friends by the name of Mickey Ferreira and Brittany Braithwaite. And basically, the Homegirl Box is a quarterly gift box that contains items inspired by revolutionary women of color like Frida Kahlo and Asada Shakur. And so in the box, you get four to five clothing, beauty, decorative, health, and wellness, or home items, as well as a staple Her Story card that sort of informs you of the legacy of the historic woman that is sort of the theme of that particular box. The box sells for $55. Mm. That was going to be my guess. It's a little high, people. It's a, it's a lot, but it's only it's quarterly. Quality, right. It's not every month. Product, so. And it's, 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 it's education as well as quality products. Uh, basically, the, the girls who um, uh, developed the box made the following quote in discussion about the box, saying that you want to tell other women in your life, I see all of you, and I want you to stay fueled and ready for the revolution, whether that revolution is internal or fighting the racist, heterosexual, 
heteronormative patriarchy or whatever to help you get or stay inspired for that revolution. And all of the products in the box are from um, female-owned businesses. So they're trying to support female-run businesses and educate you on women throughout history who have made an impact and keep you empowered. I love that it's multicultural. Yeah. First of all. Yeah, that's just dope. one thing or the other. And I do think that would be an amazing gift to mm-hmm. give someone for a birthday or Christmas or holidays sure. or whatever like that. So guys, if you're out there, I think your deal. girl would love yeah. that. Would love it's it. Different. Yes. Maybe some of your brothers would love it too. You might, you know, learn something new. <laughs> Make the brother box. Friends, make the <laughs> no, I'm sure that's coming. Box. That'll be it's here probably soon. next. Homeboy box is next. But you guys can check them out at homegirlbox.com. Support those we support that. black owned businesses that are that. trying to do big things. All right, so here's our weekly Trump report. Okay. <laughs> a moment of silence. Take a moment of silence for the fuckery that is our government right now. Okay. All right, so uh, there are so many things almost every single day. It's every like ridiculous. So we're just going to pick one. And the, <laughs> the, the biggest one, I guess, of this week would be the situation with Mike Flynn, who was our national security advisor and is no more. He has resigned. Um, for those of you that aren't watching the news or tired of watching the news and want a little bit of information, basically the deal is apparently this motherfucker decided that he was going to talk to a Russian <laughs> ambassador, basically kind of being like, yo, so we ain't in office yet because this happened back in December. We're not in office yet, but don't you worry about what Obama got going on because Obama got real like pissed off about the possibility yeah, the that Russia, yeah, that because Russia possibly interfered with the election, so like yeah. they increased the sanctions and like they were being real serious about it. Mike Flynn was on the phone like, "Yo, bro, don't worry about it. We got you. We got you. We got you." That's kind of illegal because technically there's only supposed to be one president in office at one time, so <laughs> they were sort of like speaking for the government even though they weren't the government at the time. And then Mike Flynn decided, well, you know, I'm gonna tell. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence about it, but I'm not really going to tell him what went down, so he lied to Mike Pence, who's our Vice President now. Um, Trump was informed of this January 24th, and basically, the Justice Department was like, yo, bro, like, he was talking to Russia, and, like, now they know that, like, he didn't tell y'all the truth, so he could be subject to blackmail, which would make him possibly do and make some decisions that were not great for the rest of us, but great for Russia. So, Trump was like, it's all good, like, he's my bro, like, fine. <laughs> so, two weeks goes by. No worries. <laughs> no worries, we know, but it's all good. So, two weeks goes by, and the fake media gets wind of this because there's some leaks in the White House that are pissing Trump off. And so now the media reports like, yo, everybody, Mike, uh, what's his name? Mike Flynn is bullshitting and it might be that Trump is actually talking to these Russians too and who knows what the depths of despair are happening in the White House right now. And so on that note, then Trump decides, well, I guess he's not so trustworthy. Uh, he didn't even decide. know. He didn't he even say decide. he's not so yeah, trustworthy. He, he, he said he's, he's great. He is trustworthy. It's the fake it's news. The fake news. Yeah, that's still, making it a problem. Yeah, I still fired him. So yeah. I still fired him. So he resigned. And now also the Republicans. And he tried to blame Hillary Clinton, too. Let's throw that in, too. He blamed all the evil people that's doing all these leaks. So he definitely Don't tried to shit. Don't you think Trump would have made the worst black person in the world? Because oh. he, he can't take any responsibility on himself. It's always someone else's goddamn mm-hmm. fault. You know what I mean? And I just feel like black people, we're pretty sturdy. We understand our responsibility and that we have to work. And we might have to work twice as hard or four times as hard. And he's he doesn't understand that. He just that. would have been like, I'm white. Well, he what was gifted a million dollars right. <laughs> to start his career. Right. Hi! That was his box. Hi, there you go. So someone asked him today, just to jump in yeah. really quickly, There's about anti-Semitism. A, a news reporter, and the reporter <laughs> even said, I know you are not 
an anti-Semite. I'm not saying he made it really clear. We're not talking about you. And Trump came back with, I am not an anti-Semite. I've never yeah. been. I love, nobody loves Jewish people more, more than, than me. me. And I am the least racist person. I mean, but he my daughter, daughter my kids. Up, or drop it or right. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it just, he, it's, it's such a, ma- like, literally, I, my Facebook post of the week was literally like, every time I wake up and turn on the news, I feel like I'm in an episode of Scandal yeah. in an alternate universe, because it's not even a good one. Like, it's just stupid. So, anyway. I saw a meme that said we should just add a laugh track behind every <laughs> every uh, conversation. Trump yeah, <laughs> and we're all getting annoyed because they're breaking into our daily programming, because I work literally. from home, but they're breaking in with like a news report every yep. day or some stupid press conference with angry-ass uh, Spicer or stupid-ass Trump, and it's just dumb. Like, it's I dumb. feel like it's stupid and well, it's embarrassing. I like that some of the leaks coming out are like the FPI or CIA or they're all like, listen, we're just assuming that Russia has ears in the White House right now. So we are not telling him things. We are not da da da. We are acting as if we are as everything's it. been heard. So I mean scary. I'm just so tired of just hearing about him, you know, and <laughs> he's, your president. he's our president. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's like I was watching I actually was watching Fox News yesterday and they were talking about well, first of all, they're they're obviously not covering it the way that other places are. So Fox News yeah. is talking about, but they still were they talking about the impeachment. And and then CNN is going on talking about how, you know, what the first, of, the only president who's been impeached <laughs> was, it was like 50-something days in office, maybe. And Trump's only like 30 days 30 in, days and they're in. talking about oh, like... Oh, they're saying this, the earliest the impeachment? Early, oh, yeah, oh. the earliest, yeah, the earliest impeachment. And now they're saying like, you know... They're they're really. I keep hearing this impeach word. Do you think that this is something that could really happen, or do you think that he'll? Not yet. Yeah, they, so. have they, have, they have enough proof. Yeah, they because don't have enough. No matter everything. No matter what our personal feelings but are, you actually need actual. And the truth coming out are two different things. Well, I mean, the but truth, he's done that all along, and yeah. it doesn't seem to matter. He I just mean, calls it fake news, or exactly. alternative facts, and we're like, okay. Or Kelly and Conway talk circles <laughs> around the same statement constantly. Yeah. Like nobody, his team has his back. Like, yeah. and they're keeping up with the fuckery and it did and unless somebody for real comes out and be like yo you know they, the whole time he was talking to Russia <laughs> right. before he was put in office like all of that like they, nobody's they already have that. him saying I know I don't know Putin I've never met Putin and then they have and him taking a business the, trip, yeah, say, a business trip. So yeah. it doesn't matter if the truth actually comes out or not apparently you know I don't know what it would take for the old crabby ass baby boomer white people to realize that they backed the wrong horse I mean it's their last gasp and I get that you know but the things and, and what they're going to put in place as far as judges and, and things, it's going to ripple for a really long time. So hopefully the generations coming up are watching this. Because I talked to millennials before the election. They were like, whatever, I'm just going to vote for Zippy the Pinhead. It doesn't matter. But now that pinhead. your rights are going to be starting to take away and they're they're hunting people down in the streets in L.A. Well, in yeah. L.A. and in Not New kidding. York and all right. over. ICE is all over everybody. Right. And that's yeah. how it started I'm sure in Germany, by the way. Oh yeah, they got a checkpoint down there for Jews. But like I'm not a Jew. What do I care? Like here, I'm not a Mexican. What do I care? Like you're gonna find how it starts to affect us all, and then he still won't be in. And we were just having this conversation last week that yeah. you know the millennials, like you said, they weren't voting, but I think that now they're seeing what that result is is becoming. And how can we make people care about what it only directly affects them? Because for instance, I know someone who a nice upbringing, whatever, and they're gay, and they didn't really give a shit about anything until I brought up, well, maybe your rights are gonna be taken away, and then they were. 
intrigued and interested in politics. Uh, before that, they really, when I said, well, you know, the Mexicans and the this, and they were like, it just sort of passed over them until it was something that hit them. And they're technically a minority, being gay. You know, like, I, I wish there was a way to motivate people. But it's a lot of people are like that. You know, you don't really, you, you don't have the empathy for anything until it affects you directly a lot of times. I guess know? that's true. And that's, that's Welcome so sad. Because you never I think mean, that it's going to affect you. But well, then when the it does. I feel like people have empathy for it. Like, oh, that sucks. But it doesn't suck for me, so right. it's not well, that bad. Right. So, like, right. I think that's, I mean, it's self-preservation, man. That's how No, I get it. I get it. And this, everybody's great. These aren't horrible people I'm talking about, but I just wish there was, like, a little wake-up light bulb. But, you know. Now it's just coming. a big joke. I mean, to me, it's just, it's, like, it's not even funny to me anymore. I just, I, I can't even, after this week, I don't know, I just got to let the, I got to let it go for a little bit of watching the news like that because it's just. It's just a, it's sad. It's actually sad. Well, yeah, and it's funny like trying to figure that out because there's a part of me that's like I need to leave it alone. I need to stop reading about this. I need to stop hearing yeah. about. It. But at the same time, I want to know. I know. What the hell I know. Are they it's doing? No, I think it's important to kind of know, but you do need to know when to pull back. Like yeah. for me, I'm not at all shocked by what the the alt right, which is neo Nazis, skinheads, KKK racist people. I'm not surprised by what they've reincarnated themselves into at this point because I watched those documentaries in the '90s where they were like, no, no, no more. Um, um, no more rough and tumble look. Yeah. Put on a suit, cut your hair, fit in. So it makes sense that in about a, 30 years from now, which is now, now from then, yeah. that they are in full force. And there's a I'm movie that shocked. just came out last year about that that I can't remember the name of, but Daniel Radcliffe is in that movie. Oh, oh I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't yeah, think of the name yeah, yeah. of it. I'm going to have to find it while we continue to yeah, talk. There's about also it. a documentary that I recorded. I DVR'd it. I haven't watched it yet because I just have to just, I'm going to have to drink a lot before I do it, but it's about Trump's road to office. And I, have you seen I that? Well, no, because I'm like, I got to be in the mood to watch this Yeah, shit. I got to be in the mood to watch it, but I heard it has some very interesting points and spin on, on you know, his his election day. So, um, you know. Well, you I'm know, when all was going bad, he walked out of the press conference and, like, stopped Literally. in front of a picture yeah. that was from his inauguration day and said, look at where all those people came from, because that's important. Did so. you guys see the Japanese prime minister's face when he finally let go of his hand? Because he did the whole, like... I'm a the Trump handshake, and the Japanese guy went, oh. and they're pretty good at hiding their emotions. Yeah, they, so I was like, yeah. Yeah. and did you guys see the story of the Mexican woman yesterday? It was like right after all the stuff with went that, to the, the church. Yeah, went yeah. to the church. The Mexican woman they got from yeah. the church to deport her. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. I was glued to the TV. That's actually one of the stories that made me want to feel like I need to stop watching it for a little bit because she's been here for like twenty over twenty years. But she's an illegal. Has kids that were born here. Has kids born here and her husband... And they're trying to deport her, and literally, like they came to church. Trying, to, they like, are. <laughs> yeah, they are deporting her. Right, they are deporting her. Yeah. And just the the story, just watching her on the phone, like call her family. You know, it's and just, also you're being sent back to where? I mean, because right. honestly, if I was, if you, if you and I were sent back to Africa, we'd be like, um, <laughs> where do we go? <laughs> oh, I don't have a tribe. <laughs> like what? How much clothes do I need to bring exactly? <laughs> What kind of clothes? Do what I kind wear? of clothes? Oh, do I need? You need to tell someone. Right, right. Where do I'm I just go? Saying. You got a little bodega somewhere I can get. All of it, all of it. Because by the way, I've been to South Africa, a bunch of countries down there, and they they are not here for our homecoming. Yeah. That's the last thing they want to know about. They're not here for our homecoming. Just so you know. You. <laughs> Get it? There's illegal shit about it, Absolutely. but we're still humans first. And you guys, like, come on. I mean, I just feel like come there on. should be a, you know, there should be a cutoff. Like after 
If you've been if here, she's been here for that long. And you know. no uh, problems with the law. Yeah, or yeah. Things like and you that. have like children and generations. And generations, here and yeah. I, you know, just that's... make her pay some back taxes. Like, I mean, yeah, keep right. a bill on her or something. But also, that'll make you feel. Better. Are they targeting just Mexican Americans, or how about the like the um, Eastern Europeans who they're, have just they're... as much of a history of violence ain't in nobody, first generations coming over? Right Forget well, that. They are they not the Eastern Europeans that are coming over here and doing the scams. That's what I'm saying, yeah. and I get. Listen, no, no, um, no shade, because I get you had to work outside the system in your original country, so mm-hmm. I get why that developed. But here, now that you're here, it causes a lot of problems. You know, they just are as not many. Looking for no I, know, I know, I know. <laughs> Unless they're like Syrian or something like that, and then they're not really Eastern European. You no. know, they're over there. They're so them, that, that's the brown folks. Right. <laughs> right. If y'all want to check out the movie, I was talking about Daniel Radcliffe. It's called Imperium, and it yeah. definitely gives a picture of the way the neo movement has shifted. Has it shifted. Because again, 1990 story. was almost 30 years ago. Yeah. So that's how long ago. And that was their big shift, late 80s, early 90s. So that is why you don't see a bunch of like, um, you know, uh, mohawked uh, skinheads around yeah. anymore. Because times have changed. They have. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And Mike Flynn is no more. So we'll see who he appoints next. We'll see. Oh my God. There have you guys seen that creepy David Dukes KKK guy tweet? His picture looks like death. It's like, did he die about yeah. 40 years ago and they're just propping up his corpse? Like, that's, <laughs> how, that's how he's so possibly. pale. He got no blood roaming through his system. It's literally just like paper skin and death. And <laughs> the other one is, did you see the guy, what's his name from the KKK? Uh, and he was like dragging Chris Evans for Oh, that's for what I'm talking about. David Duke. Yeah. That's yeah. who it was. For, for because Danny, he was pictured. Naomi Harris yeah. and, and Chris other Evans. He shut him down like, <laughs> boop, bye-bye. Yeah, he did. He shut him down real quick. Yeah, he also he said that Captain America was a Jewish-themed yeah. hero, which I was like, yeah. was it? I mean, he was an immigrant, right, in the movie. I actually really liked the first Captain mm-hmm. America yeah, movie. Yeah, the first one. But it's, you know, again, the fact that there are these forums where we can be more vocal about what is going on, I would say utilize it to, you know, as much as you feel comfortable doing, and then push yourself a little further. Yeah. Yeah. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Our, and last thing, we talked about this a little bit last week, but that we were saying that, you know, if you if you have things that you believe in, and, I, and I'm at fault with this too, but mm-hmm. a lot of people are social media fighters, but yeah. we need to we need to act on what we're doing too. We need to write our, our politicians and, and really voice and express how we feel about things. And you know, because they're not reading Twitter. Because they're not reading Twitter. And it's great that people put movements on Twitter because sometimes well, they some need of to them start are there. Twitter and, and, and they are and, tweeting. That's true. Some of them but are tweeting. That doesn't necessarily channel into action. Yeah. Right. So. We are, I need to do it myself. So it's and y'all, that, we voting yeah. again. What next year? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Well, also, well he thinks apparently important. he's in there for three to four to eight years. He's already campaigning for. Next four count, years, but it's super it important. By the way, you got your ballots in the mail in the last couple of weeks in mm-hmm. LA for the midterm elections. Yep. So vote like if you never did before. That's fine. Now's yep. your time to mm-hmm. vote. Step time. up. Yeah, and that's the mentality I feel like everyone needs to have is don't chastise people for not and just open the door and allow them to keep on doing and encourage them to vote. Encourage yeah. them to vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. But on a whole nother side note, I am going to say that I'm cutting this video up of your story about Mike Flynn, and I'm going to send that into uh, Drunk History. <laughs> because that. the way you did, I was like sitting here, and I'm just imagining a cartoon of you doing the voices back and forth dead. I was just dying the whole time. Well, I'm glad that I could be of that entertainment because I'm actually exasperated when it's over. I'm just like, it deflates you. It's oh, no. like, damn. Yeah. Really? Like, because it's is this what we've become? Is uh, this who we are? 
now? Like yeah. really? Like this but is what is. we have accepted as the the beacon of light that is America. That's yeah. True. You wake up in the morning, you look on your phone, you're gonna see something. You go turn on the view, it's on the view. Then you go on uh, Facebook, it's on it's everywhere. everywhere on Facebook. It, you turn on the news, it's on the. It's just you can't get you away. Can't get rid from of it. it. But I want it to make sense. Been, you know what I'm saying? It, <laughs> like that's part of the problem. And like I always say, like you can't rationalize effery, like because it just stresses you out. <laughs> you can't rationalize effery. You can't be because it just stresses you out. But at the same time, you 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 live in this expectation that there are people that are in charge that even if you don't always agree with them, like they're not that. But that's what's but interesting this? about the whole Trump thing. It's blown that whole naivete about that off. Because it's a, you know, right. Like, your mind is blown. Because you always thought it was much more organized. And much more everything was... No, like, it's not. not. Even if he got in, like, at least the people around, somebody would know, would get... <laughs> like, trying to research and talk about this topic, just looking at CNN. Like, there are just too many things happening There's constantly. So many things. Of, yeah. like, we have a, We have a president who said to the Democrats in the Senate, um, well, you got Pocahontas leading your thing. As yeah. a, so, and Elizabeth Warren is a, you know, speckled history of saying she's Native American. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just the fact that our... Well, can you imagine Obama saying oh, Pocahontas? Like, it would just never happen. Never that happen. man had to hold himself up to such a high standard. Yeah, well, we which, always do. Right, which was a beautiful standard. So, yeah. to see this is is just heartening, but again, it was a wake-up call. America apparently needed a slap in the face, and we got but it. But is it a slap in the face? Because there's still half of America that thinks this shit is alright. But, you, did, like you not, but did you not? But did you not know that before? Because I lived in upstate New York with white, uh, poor white people who always vote Republican. So the exact people who put him in office, and none of this shocks me. Those people have been waiting for this day. Mm-hmm. They have. Waiting. Just wait. It's just not wait. that Let it's him shocking. Keep... I feel like what's even though, like, he's doing not not what I expected, like, I just thought at least there would be something. It no, wouldn't we'll be see. such mess. Right. Like, I thought it would be stuff I didn't agree with. But the very idea that your NSA is talking to Russians and you knew and it was cool, right. but then your vice president didn't know, and then Kelly, listen to Kellyanne circle around and talk. Like, it just, it was like next level bullshit. It's just it's messy. We're it's used just, to bullshit from yeah. politics. Yeah. Like, I'm but not dumb, but it's just... Oh. But Trump picked up on a thread that people, um... Knew back in the first televised debates. They were like, it was Nixon and Kennedy, mm-hmm. I think, and part of why they say um, JFK did so was a handsome guy. He, he looked was, good. He looked, he looked good. great. And Nixon, Nixon was, was swarthy and sweaty. And, yeah. and um, yeah, Trump just exactly. picked all that up. He was very smart, or his people around him were very smart to say, it doesn't matter your qualifications. It, as long as you can look the part and be charismatic, quote unquote, you will win. And that's the truth. And it's also blown it open. Team. Yeah, and you don't have to be part of Skulls and Bones and all that shit to be president anymore. You just have to have a big enough PR machine. And is your gain really just, like, at this point, like, okay, this will be great for my business? Yes. Because in the end, like, you well, take America, like, that ain't really going to be that beneficial to you or your business. Yeah, It'll be beneficial for... If it was, if it was pe- I didn't mean to cut you off, but if it was People Magazine or Us Weekly, one of the two has the kids on the front cover and it's no. talking about how... Uh, the kids are suffering from um, well, obviously when I say kids, Trump's kids are suffering from his presidency because of the business and like how they're being perceived and they're, they're making them out to be this, these victims and I'm like, man, come on I don't even feel, like, am I supposed to feel sorry for them no. because of this? No, yeah. not when I, I love that meme that was going around with um, Ivana Trump in her silver dress superimposed right next to the uh, refugee girl in a silver blanket mm-hmm. because she had tweeted that out that and I were going to some fog, blah, 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 and it was a night a lot of political stuff had yeah. happened and they're out of touch, and that's that. But again, 
This is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. <laughs> well, but, you know, maybe I can cheer you up with some other news. We have our EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. All right, this, uh, you know, we have a dog in here, Jesse's dog, Rex, Rex is in the house. So he heard that music, he was like, what? He was like, say what? I was wondering whose dog that was. <laughs> it's just a random dog in the studio. Uh, well, this is sort of exciting. I mean, you know, we've talked about this many times in media, of how the lack of people of color on shows like right. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Well, ABC Casting has officially announced that there is a black woman, after 14 years of the show originally being Crazy. aired, that there is a black bachelorette. Her name is Rachel L. Lindsay. She's 31 There's years old. There's another black Rachel? There's another black Rachel. A chocolate black Rachel. Rachel, too. A chocolate black, black Rachel. Really? Chocolate black Rachel. That's what we're going to call her. That's a chocolate biblical name. That's it right. Is. I know. Oh, it you, is, by the way. But black people are like, why are your name Rachel? And I'm like, because Jesus. black people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a northern girl. Um, <laughs> that's her? T- that's her. She's from Texas. Uh, she is black currently a personal injury lawyer at the firm Cooper & Scully in Dallas, Texas. Jimmy Kimmel announced the you know Bachelorette uh, thing f- for ABC when she appeared on there. She's also a contestant on The Bachelor, yep. so that kind of thing. You know, they always like to do those little spinoffs. So she's there. Uh, she said, "In oh. quote, I'm ready to find love, <laughs> find a husband." Adding that she was looking for a partner who was ready to start a family. So she is ready to get her baby making on. You like television. You like being on TV. TV, you do admit it. You trying to be one of them pundits on <laughs> yeah. CNN? Like, well, listen, to I, I'm a, I can't wait to see who they bring in as her contestant. That's I, that's, all, that's like, all I really want. Well, how, how many white guys? guys how many white guys? How many black? How many Asian guys? Half white boys. I want twenty percent Asian boys. <laughs> I would like some Asian. You said guys half black, half Asia. white boys. No, I said I want half white boys, and I want twenty percent Asian boys, and then the rest of it y'all can mix it up. So you want to be mostly white? You don't want anyone black you want on there? No yeah, black I want some there? black people on there, some black boys oh, okay, on there. Okay, but, okay, know, okay. Black I men, would, sorry. I would like to see it mixed up, actually. I but I think, I don't know. I just feel like, mm girl, you in danger. Like, what? What are you thinking? She ain't in it. She gonna be all right. She in it just to be forever. To be I am the first. first. Really? I mean, I'm not mad at it because you know oh, what? Wow. We've criticized it not yeah. happening and it's finally, finally happening. Yeah, I mean, we criticized it not. Where's the black bachelor? Why did we wait for it to happen on this show? Why didn't give us no no yeah. big black man uh-uh. on the TV. Why didn't someone produce <laughs> their the own version of this? There because, has been a black version. Well, yeah, but it was black version. Yeah. And it was on TV. It was a little. It was Wii TV. It was all, it was like it was black dude. Mom mom yeah, his mom yeah. lived there. Actually, a friend of mine was on the show. She won. <laughs> um, Are Christina. they still together? No. No, not at all. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's it. They tried that, but now, but but I think with it being on a major, like major major network like ABC, you know, it, which it makes sense for ABC. I mean, the hell, they got all the Shonda Rhimes stuff. They got yeah. you know. Uh, Isn't there like head of casting now in black? Yes, development, development, one of those. Uh, one of yes. their dungeon one something. Of those. Yeah. That's her last yeah. name. But Someone dungeon is big hype. I'm going to check it out just to see. I'll, I wonder what's, what's going to go down. Cause it's funny that this happens because the last season of Unreal last year, which is basically Love based on the that Bachelor, show. that show is so good. That is a show. If I could be on any show, I die for that show. I know. I would love to be on that show. It's so good. But the 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 story of the second season was that they finally get a black, black bachelor. bachelor. And, and then these guys and got it. 
like yeah. insane. Like it was yeah. crazy. Oh, I get to see it. It was show. so good. But anyway, it's it's interesting. I figured that this... they would probably ease in with the black woman before they eased in with the black uh... man, though. I feel interesting. Because like. I, I feel like the mm. audience would be more excited to see a black man right. than to see a black woman try to find love. Even if they wouldn't say it in front of their family. Exactly. They go in their rooms and be They'd like, be like oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mandingo. Yeah, All right. Well, um, the last topic we got. To, oh, sorry, Jesse. Well, I just wanted to say since we're on TV right now, but I don't know if you guys watched um, Star this week, Not yet. but mm-hmm. it was it a great episode. A um, great episode. Honestly, they had. No, I've been watching it. Don't get me wrong. But. So the character uh, Amaya Scott, who plays Cotton, yes, uh, they had a really good scene that I think for trans women, it, it was ju- it just trans people in general was great um, she went on a date and the, the whole acceptance of the guy it was just beautiful and so did, I just wanted to give a shout because I watched it last night and I just thought I haven't watched it so I'll have to check it out mm-hmm. uh, alright well our last story today is also something positive it's celebrating black love and black power uh, there's a new platform that's promoting images of black people engaging in different acts of love it was created by two friends uh, Daboche and Michaela Angela Davis and uh, basically, this is what they said the platform is all about. It's a digital platform dedicated to promoting powerful images of black people engaging in acts of love, both through their website and across social media. The photos, which are all taken by talented black photographers, I think they had a stash of like 50 different black photographers, mm-hmm. seek to show a broad range of images of black people and the many ways they express express affection. It launched on Valentine's Day. Uh, this is a quote from Davis. She said, in this political climate and and the way we are today, it is, it is a radical act, an act of resistance even for black folks to love each other boldly out in the open. So, you know, I, I, I looked at the images. Some beautiful. of them were, they were like it's great. Really I mean, beautiful. you know, like I said, it's like 50 different photographers, so there's an array of all different types. Um, Three of my favorites that just caught my eye off the top were it was uh, four young black yep. boys that had their arms around each other, and I just love the image because it reminds me of being a kid and like with my my boys and my friends, um, and just you just you know it just shows so much lo- you know it's just love. You, you know, know why that was my favorite image because as uh, growing up white. You go to, like, the card section, right? And you look at all the cards, and you'll see, like, those old school cards. It'll be, like, a gray and white picture of, like, two little kids kissing each other. And it's adorable, and it's beautiful, but it's always just these chubby-cheeked little white kids doing it. So to see that picture, I don't know why it brought me to that that memory of, like, the cards. And I was just like, yeah, because at the beginning of uh, one of the articles, it had said, just Google image like couples in love yeah and, and you, see and, how many pages you, you have to go and also if you yeah. google let's say black teenager you're gonna get pictures yep. of thuggy looking uh, gang stuff so I hope they blanket the internet and hashtag them appropriately so yeah. they start getting in the search engines mm-hmm. because again if you're a black teen and you look up black teen and all you see is negative 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 yeah. you're gonna believe it you, believe you it. are gonna believe and it and then the other one favorite was Obama's obviously because any picture of Obama's I'm already to just you know I'm all about so it so you love all this well, making but the stories that are attached to it, about the photographers, each one has a story attached to it. And then uh, there was an old Vibe cover I remember when I was a kid with um, Biggie and Faith Evans, and they were in the back of a a limousine or or a Cadillac. It was for the yeah. It it just that they showed that image too, and I was like, man, like that because that was the epitome of like. 
black love, but like hip hop love. You know what I mean? And so it's just nice to see. All right, well, a little dangerous love, man. Dangerously in love. But you should definitely, you should definitely support it. I think it's unbelievable. You're gonna really love the images. There's so many to choose from and look at, and they all are so different. But unfortunately, we have to go. Okay. Boom. You know, it's all over. It's all over. It's, it's all over. over. Now Courtney, it's over. where can fans find you? I'm everywhere at Stuart Starlet. Jesse. Boom. Everywhere DJ Jesse J. Um, on Instagram, I'm at True Rachel True. But also, I just started a YouTube vlogging channel, which is very basic. But Rachel True <laughs> Vlogs, that's what it's called. Maybe look it up. Ooh, support that. Support uh, it. You can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, and at The Walking Dead for After Buzz recap on Sunday nights. Uh, exciting season already. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Go support this black love movement right now. Peace. Bye. Bye. I got black. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.